Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Our Messes, His Cleanups. I am your host, Nancy Barbosa. I pray that everyone had a fantastic weekend and stayed cool. I know that there's a lot going on right now in the world. We're facing so many things, you know, um, our brothers and sisters in Afghanistan, you know, that are being martyred. And we just want to continue praying for them, you know, pray for them. Let the Lord lead you on what to pray for. You know, we need a supernatural uh, experience. They need a supernatural experience, you know, to face whatever they have to face, you know. And they need to know that they are not facing it alone, that they're facing it with God, you know. And also to our, you know, our, our soldiers out there our American soldiers that are out there and continue praying for them, lifting them up, you know, doing what they need to do and, and, and come back, you know, in Jesus name and come back. And at the same time, you know, salvation come upon them, right? Cause we all want to be saved. We all want our brothers and sisters and saved. Right. And, and the people in, in Afghanistan too, you know, what they're going through and things like that. We just continue with praying for them and, and uplifting them. Amen. So also I wanted to give you guys an update on my friend, uh, Linda. She is back at home. Praise God. She's back at home, you know, getting herself better. She did have to go back to the hospital again. Um, and they did do some surgery on her, but you know, the Lord, uh, really took care of that, took care of her situation. And I just praise God for every one of you that made it a point to pray for them, you know, make it a point for you guys to pray for my brothers and sisters. I mean, sorry, my sisters in Christ is also to continue to pray for, you know, my pastor's wife, you know, continue to pray for her. You know, it's not easy being a pastor's wife, I think, but also to just life, you know, life really gets us sometimes. And, and we have been, and, and I can say for myself, we, you know, sometimes we become in our weakest moments, you know, but thank goodness that at those weakest moments, that's where God can come in. Amen. And I just want to pray for for her, continue to pray for her. And then other uh, beautiful people, uh, brother Ben, uh, he's dealing with some, very serious illness, you know, we let's, let's keep him in prayer. He's going through some um, radiation as we speak. And also for Miss Etta, oh my goodness, that lovely lady. You know, when God just puts assignments on you and you just, <laughs> and you're just obedient to them. And then you just meet these people where God's just tells you about them and, you know, their situation. And, you know, when you start praying for them in a specific, it, and it's being specific because the Holy Spirit is moving upon you, you know, well, this happened to me a couple months ago where I met this, uh, this beautiful lady named Etta, Miss Etta. She is a beautiful, beautiful woman of God, beautiful character. You know, she, she's a sassy woman, you know, old school and, but she loves God in such a way where, you know, she's older. I'm not sure how old she is, but for her to say, well, I'm ready. I'm ready. When God 
you know, when God is ready to take me, I am ready. I'm just waiting on him. I'm like, wow, (laughs) praise God. Like how many people can say that, you know, and really truly mean it, you know? Um, And yeah, so I, I have been talking to her. I was talking to her a while back and she's just a beautiful lady and just continue praying for her. Anybody else that wants a special request, please, I'll go ahead and put the link again. I haven't put it in quite some time now. The only thing is you do have to uh, sign in or or make an account for Anchor, I believe. It's Anchor by Spotify. Or or maybe you could leave a message on Spotify. I'm not sure. I still have that website that I've been working on, but I actually haven't. It's still there. It's already been paid for, you know, but I just haven't had time to get around it. I did start school uh, last week. It was exciting, you know, and nervous at the same time, because again, you know, these are classes um, that are somewhat challenging for me, you know, and praise God, though, it's just amazing, just the experience of being face to face with the people and, you know, speaking to, to our professors and, you know, have them help me. And I can also help them as well as with, you know, with the technology and things like that. Also too, I'm just, uh, you know, I just feel so thankful right now. I just can't help it, but feeling so thankful for, for what God is doing in my life and what God has done in my life. You know, I just had this beautiful word today by one of the pastors uh, in that church that gave me a powerful word. And it really, it really blew my mind, but it also like resonated in, you know, in for my spirit and my soul. Like there was so much that he said that only me and God know, you know, and, and that was just like, wow, you know, I, <laughs> I know that I have, you know, I, I've been able to give people word, but because obviously it's the Holy Spirit, but, you know, someone gave me word and it was just, it was just very, very powerful for me. And it's another thing of making decisions. So um, the reason I wanted to come up here is because I wanted to talk about some things that, um, that have affected a lot of people uh, that aren't no longer in church, you know, that are no longer in church. And a lot of them, you know, um, walked away from, from God, you know, and sometimes religion does that to us. Religion does that to us. And, uh, it, it has done it to me, you know, praise God, but God, when you're called and you're chosen by God and like that beautiful passage, this, this, this brother gave me uh, Romans eight, I think Romans eight verse 29. It just, it, it just is, it's embedded in my heart. It will forever be embedded in my heart. Like to know that God for new, you know, for God for new. Um, and it's not even talking about the cross, right? It's talking about, before, like even before that happened, God already had this beautiful blueprint of your life, of your circumstances, of your situation, of your trials, of 
of all these things, but yet he also saw the victory and he said, yes, this is going to be her and this is what she's going to do. She might be going through a little bit of this, a lot about this and this and that, but you know what? She's going to see it through because I'm going to be with her because I know, I know her. I called her by name. I called him by name. I called him in his mother's womb, called him in the mother's womb. So God is just amazing, y'all. I'm just amazing. And where I came from, as far as before uh, being in this church that I'm in right now with Pastor Frank, I used to be in another church, right? And, and I think I speak a little bit about it in one of the episodes. So I wanted to talk about that because it's really important to know the difference between religion and relationship. And that's one thing that I didn't know the difference till these couple of years. Amen. And even though being, you know, in this ministry with Pastor Frank, there was certain things that God was just purging out of me, but also things where there was still a part of religion and relationship that needed to be separate. It needed to go out of my life. So in our church, uh, it was called the turning point. I'm sure you guys have heard of it. It's over here. It was over here in Cortells. There was a huge transition, right? There was a huge transition and things just changed, you know, and things were just, it just changed. And there was some decisions that I had to make and I was actually forced to make, I believe at that point. Um, but I continued to be in the ministry because the Lord had led me to continue being in the ministry. Right. And he showed me. And as I was doing that, you know, there was some things inside of me that still needed to, uh, be released. Right. There was things that needed to be released. So for me, I, the previous church before him, I used to go to another church and it was, you know, very Pentecostal, very, uh, very, I want to say disciplinary, if that makes sense. Like I can give you an example. So if we were to be wearing pants, we would be in a, it, it, it's an abomination to God, but also we would be going to hell. If we would be, if we would be wearing makeup, you know, anything like that, we would be going to hell. If we cut our hair short, we would be going to hell, you know, things like that. So at my young age, I didn't know any better. I was just taking everything in um, like a sponge, you know, and just uh, I was very zealous at that moment, you know, at that moment in time at that church that I was going to. So I was there and, you know, it was it was very difficult it started becoming difficult because there was so many mistakes that I did. You know, I still wasn't, I didn't know God. I knew of him, but I didn't know him. And that's the truth. I did not know him. So all this happened, right? You know, and I mean, I'll give you the biggest example, the biggest thing that, that, uh, that we we would do so you know there was a point where 
you know, I uh, admitted to fornication at one point, and again, it was a long time ago. I admitted to fornication to one of the sisters and brothers in Christ, and uh, they had mentioned it to the pastor, right? So <laughs> the pastor just, you know, got me in the altar, called my name out, saying this, saying that, this and that, you know? And uh, it was also to where we would be instructed to not eat with each other. And that's me and my sister. We weren't allowed to eat with each other because of what I committed, right? So that's just like a little piece of where I was at, you know? And it in, in, in this church, it happened constantly, very constantly. I mean, not only with me, not only with my sister, with other brothers and sisters in Christ. And I mean, it really hurt a lot of people. It really did, you know, and it hurt me to a certain point. And there was one thing that was a big ultimatum for me was, so let me go back a little bit long, a little bit more. So uh, at one point, my mom and, and everybody was living with me. And my mom wasn't walking right with God. Right. My mom wasn't walking right with God. And, you know, I thought I had a relationship with, with that pastor at the moment. But obviously, I don't think we ever did. And it's okay. But they told me that I had to kick out my mom. That my mom couldn't stay there because she was not living a godly life. So at that moment, and I know you guys are probably thinking something like, oh, heck no. Or yeah, right. Good luck with that. But you know what? Unfortunately, I obeyed. I obeyed. And I told my mom that she had to leave. I didn't know how much it hurt my mom, obviously, till like later on when we talked about it and things like that. Obviously, I've apologized to her because it was such a it was such a self-righteous spirit to do that, honestly. It it really was. I I now I know more than ever that it was there was a lot of self-righteousness there, you know. Um it felt kind of like Somewhat with the Pharisees, I mean, honestly, I'm not even going to lie. It was just, you know, very, very, very strict. And it came to a point in that, and then we had to move out. So we moved out, you know, and then, uh, well, you know, we were going to church, things like that. But, you know, it, it was, if we didn't get called on, <laughs> I mean, seriously, if we didn't get called on on a Sunday, it would be somebody else. I mean, it was just so, put it this way. I think me and my sister were so used to it that we would just sit in the front. I mean, that's how bad it was. That's how, that's how psychologically and everything of, you know, this, this, um, uh, this church, you know, kind of made us feel. And I know that when I say us, it's not only me, there's other people, but, uh, it, uh, it really, really, really hit me hard when me and my sister were living together, right? Me and my sister were living together and, 
my sister was having, you know, I was, uh, I, she was, she was, uh, what's the word? Uh, well, we're here, we're adults. We're all adults, right? So she was fornicating, right? And I found out she was fornicating. And I told her, like, you know what? It's okay. Just repent. We won't eat together, you know. Everything's going to be okay, you know, this and that. But she didn't want to. She was not, you know, she wanted to be with this person, you know, which actually is now her husband. And, uh, and it was very hard for me. You know, it was really hard for me because I was like, if, you know, if this, if the pastor finds out about this, you know, which he will, uh, I'm going to have to kick my sister out like I did my mom, you know, like I did my mom. And then my sister had my niece at that moment and I couldn't, I could not do it. I could not do it. I was crying. I remember being so emotional, so scared, you know, of their reaction of whatnot. And I just could not do it, you know? And, um, I stopped going to the church and I do thank God that, you know, I know it was a really bad circumstances and everything, but it really, uh, it was very hard at the beginning, but then little by little, it was, it, it became easy, you know, it it became easy and it's very easy to sin and go back to sin. Right. And, um, yeah. So, you know, the, you know, they were getting a hold of me and trying to email me and, you know, this and this and that. And I just didn't respond. I didn't go to church. I didn't, I just didn't, you know, I just couldn't, I couldn't face this alone. My sister didn't want to face it with me at that moment, you know, and I just couldn't face it alone, you know, but, uh, we stopped going to, we stopped going to that church. We stopped going to church. And then, you know, as we, as, uh, later years passed by and, you know, years and years and years passed by, um, we we uh found one of the um our one of our brothers uh in church i think we talked to him through facebook and we still kind of contacted us and uh he uh he was telling us about his church you know he really didn't invite us we just went out there to surprise him and you know it was such a beautiful surprise and things like that and you know, that's where I met, you know, Pastor Frank and his lovely wife. And, uh, I, um, I kind of was going to the church they made me feel comfortable. I didn't feel judged. I didn't feel that, but I had my guard up. <laughs> I had my guard up because, um, because of what I went through, you know, and I realized that that was, sounds like a cult right some it just it really does i mean it, it was bad i mean ooh, you know unfortunately um things just went another way you know because i can say this when it was good it was good it was praise god it was good but out here when i moved out here 
things just changed, you know, and I'll leave it at that. But um, yeah, I started a little bit going to this other church, you know, <clears throat> it was called uh, The Turning Point and I was there and I saw a lot of familiar faces that used to go to to the other church and shared, they shared their experiences as well, you know, and they had hard ones as well. It was not easy to be in that other church. It was not easy. It was very difficult. It was, it was a man putting fear in you. It was not even God. It was a man putting fear in you, you know? And in some ways we did. I mean, at least I know I kind of did just, you know, because of how, you know, we would always be, you know, called on. So that's the biggest thing for me is that's one of those things where I hate religion. Like you cannot come to me and tell me certain things, you know, because that is not your job to, that is not your job. That is not your job. The Holy Spirit has to convict you. If you are truly not convicted, if you are truly not convicted from the Holy Spirit, then that never was God. That was man putting that in you, putting, installing that fear in you. Oh, I'm going to go to hell. Oh, I'm going to burn in hell, you know, because I'm doing this and I'm doing that, you know. And uh, And that's not it. I'm sorry, but it's not it. And I think the thing for me as well, and I'll end with this, is that when I was going to that church, um, I was just really, you know, sponging things and, and just, you know, just taking things and taking things and receiving them, but not doing my own research, not doing my own research, not really getting my Bible, you know, and asking the Holy Spirit to show me. You know, I took the word of these of, of 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 the man. You know, at that moment, you know, and I do thank God for that season because I also it gave me discernment. Not gonna lie, it gives me discernment. It gives me the red flags. It gives me, it gave me growth. You know, I have nothing against the church. I don't. You know, I don't have any ill will for any of them. You know, I. <laughs> I've forgiven them a long time ago and, you know, it, it's between them and God and that's it. You know, it's, it's between God and them and that's it. So, I mean, if I can give you more examples, I would be here the whole, the whole, uh, night, you know, but it's just a little bit of a piece of me showing you, you know, um, the biggest reasons why I hate religion. I, I do. I, I do. I'm sorry, but I do. Actually, no, I'm not sorry. I, I just do. If you're going to come to me with religion, I will not. I will be like, you know what? Let me come back to you. If I don't know something, I'll be like, let me come back to you. And if it's not what the Holy Spirit showed me, then I'm sorry. I don't receive it. I don't accept it. You know? But, um, yeah, just wanted to share that story with you. I wanted to share this sooner, but it didn't happen. Um, still working on getting things uh, better for me and 
like I said, I was not feeling good this weekend as far as just my allergies and they were really hard. But, you know, we plead the blood of Jesus. I pray. My mom, I prayed. My mom gave me her her favorite scripture from Second Peter, you know, talking about the stripes, with the stripes of the Lord, we are healed, you know, and I was proclaiming that the whole night as well. And just trying to take care of myself, which, amen, he completely healed me. And I praise God about that. So everyone, I just pray that you guys have a fantastic week, a blessed week, and know that you are not alone, that God is with you. He is always with you in the daytime and the night when you sleep. God bless you, every one of you. I mean, I am so thrilled that you know the united states is all listening to it. and i just saw right now that florida uh is in tune with us amen i saw kentucky is in tune with us as well you know different parts of germany as well praise god and and uh, brazil is too you know russia's there and um I'm just so excited because people are listening to this, you know, and it's just that one, you know, it's, it's that one, that one person that, uh, this podcast will change their lives. One episode, whatever episode it could be, you know, like I said, all these episodes may not be all for you. I mean, praise God about that, but one is for you. I'm sure one is for you. One you can identify yourself with, you know, also two. Um, some can help you and encourage you and give you discernment, especially the young girls, like the one that I spoke about last, um, I think the f- last week it was, you know, um, how God was there, but, you know, in just these places that were just very wrong moments, you know, very, actually very wrong places, you know, and I just praise God that God was right there. So again, thank you all. Thank you all. I'm so, so thankful for you all that's listening to this podcast. I pray that it blesses you and it encourages you. And also, too, it opens your eyes to certain things, especially with religion. You know, with religion right now, religion's out there, you know, and religion's not going to save you. It's not, you know. Look at the Bible where they speaks with the Pharisees, you know, the Pharisees were so with the law, with this, with restricting, with this. And I'm not saying I'm not taking some. And then let me let me correct myself here. And I'm not taking. Obviously, we got to be obedient, obviously. But to 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 be in a, in a religious factor, there is no relationship. I don't see a relationship with God if there's religion. It has to be intimate. What did Adam and Eve, I'm sorry, what did Adam and God had in the beginning? They had intimacy. They had relationship. Obviously, there, there was so much relationship and so intimacy, but there, the time did not exist, right? Time did not exist, but they had intimacy. I believe that God had Adam and he was like his best friend, even though, especially being his son, he was just his best friend, you know? And, and, and I feel that that's what God wants us to be, his best friend. So thank you for listening to our messes, his cleanups. God bless.